ECW Livecast. This week is a Supercon special for the Hostile City Showdown from June 24th, 1994. I'm Mike Pru, along with JV, as always. JV, are you excited for Hostile City Showdown? Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a hell of a fucking special, uh, special event name, that's for sure. <laughs> hostile City. I don't know if I'm ever saying the word right. It's like hostile or hostile. Is there a fucking, <laughs> is there a correct way to say it? <laughs> because I hear it so many, it sounds like, I hear it uh, both ways. It sounds like a Grand Theft Auto extension pack. <laughs> <laughs> the Hostile City Showdown. <laughs> That's cool. yeah. uh, you're right on with that. GTA for sure. All right. So uh, welcome back, guys. Um, like I said, we got this big show for you. It's our fifth special that we're doing here for Supercards. And the Supercards are going to be coming up a lot more frequently. Uh, from this point on, 94 into 95, they have them almost every month or two months. So uh, we'll be uh, we'll be starting to stack them up pretty soon here. You know, next month, I believe, is Heat Wave. So that's a good thing, though, because on the shows, the regular episodes, we don't get a whole lot of time with matches. So at least here, we get to watch some legit matches and see the blow-offs of some feuds that we are building up to on the uh, hardcore TV episodes. So excited for that. But I always, I think we're always disappointed with these super card shows. So hopefully we don't disappoint you with our commentary, which is what we're going to do here as always is watch along. So while we're getting to it, go to your WWE network and go to in ring and then find ECW super shows. And look for Hostile City Showdown 1994. It's not in order. For whatever fucking reason, it's not in order. There's like 93, a couple 94s, and then it goes to 95. And then it goes back to 94. Someone needs <laughs> to get fired over at the network. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> just hit the start button. Right, just put the shit in order. <laughs> just do it for you. All like JV does anyway, just go to the search bar and type in the show so you don't have to <laughs> <Yeah>. fucking explore. <laughs> So get ready with that, and you can follow us on Twitter. Follow me, Mike Pru, at MPRU83, and also check out JV at John Van Damage, and follow us at ExtremeCast. And also check out our other show. It's called the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. It's the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. We are deep into the career. We are 83 episodes in, plus a bunch of bonus episodes, watch-alongs. So if you like what we do here with watch-alongs, then you'll like those too. So 
Go check those out at Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. We have a Facebook group you can join, and also we're on Twitter at Bottom Line Cast. And not a whole lot of shout outs, so you know we're going to skip that this week and get back to it next week if you send us some tweets and whatnot. We did have some interactions with Johnny Villain, Rick Beebe, of course, but you know nothing of real note, just kind of talking, talking shit. So no, uh, no little tidbits of info from our from our research department this week. <laughs> so get yourself situated. We're uh, going to be heading into Hostile City Showdown. JV, are you pretty much situated? You ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready. I've got a uh, locked and ready at zero 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 zero. All right, so we're going to watch about the first hour of the show. Then we'll take a break, and then we'll come back for the second hour. So in this first hour. We have five matches lined up. Tommy Dreamer versus Hack Myers. We got lukewarm Chad Austin versus Donnie Allen. We got a dog collar match. The Pitbull versus Tasmaniac. We got a tag team match. Shane Douglas teaming up with the Roughneck, Mr. Hughes. And they're going against the Bruise Brothers, Ron and Don Harris. And then we also get that big Singapore Kane on a pole match between the Sandman and Tommy Cairo. So that's what we got in store for this first portion of this episode you should be ready to go at this point if you need more time just pause me and get yourself ready i'm going to give a countdown as always three down to one and then when i say play that's when we all click play three two one play all right so we get presented in the most complete form I wonder what was really wrong with this production. This was taken from a DVD that they sold. How, or a video yeah. that they sold. How fucked up could it be? <laughs> no, I don't sound muffled or anything. I'm not breaking up, right? No. All right, so I think last last time we had a audio show. Make sure I'm clear today. I think last time was pretty fine. No. Yeah. I think the only thing last episode, I think maybe some of the aud- the background audio was too low when we want the promos. But that shouldn't be an issue here. Because we probably won't get many promos because this is like straight up matches here. Look at this guy. Hack Myers. He's got a new look. He's got his little leather biker gear on. He's got the leather hat. He's got the vest. He's got a chain on his neck. New look for Hack Myers. And here comes his opponent, Tommy Dreamer. That's like Gus Fring. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, Gus Fring. <laughs> <laughs> the chicken man. <laughs> so here he is. Here's Tommy Dreamer with his sparkly, shiny Bobby the, Heen- Bobby the Brain Heaton jacket. That's like legit. All it has to say is the brain on the back, and that's Bobby Heaton's jacket. All right, now Hack Myers looks like Hack Myers without that. Yeah, Leather yeah, shit. Yeah. Now, I, now I recognize this guy. <laughs> First looked like an extra from like the biker gang in the Pee Wee Herman movie. <laughs> you love that biker gang, Pee Wee Herman. Hey, since I just brought up that song, a little riff there. We don't have any songs to play, so we're going to have to figure it out post-production. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, I won't be leading into any songs. We will play songs during the break, but we just don't know what they are yet. Maybe we'll play fucking Pee Wee Herman. Play that song from <laughs> Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Tequila. <laughs> <laughs> is Tommy Dreamer still kind of on the rise here in ECW ooh smack to the face so Hack Myers they said I think was the NWA Rookie of the Year is that what they said I didn't hear that I thought, I thought that's what I NWA Rookie of the Year shit what the hell did he ever do apparently <laughs> <laughs> he can Rookie of the Year could be wrong, but I, th I thought that's what I heard. How about Mikey Whipwreck? He should be the fucking rookie of the year. <laughs> Won the TV title. He's defended it multiple yeah, no times. He's the NWA rookie of the year, in my opinion. And that's one thing we don't mention a lot at this point. ECW is still part of NWA. But they're now affiliated uh. with NWA. Oh shit, Joey Styles is back. Oh nice, yeah, yeah, good catch. Fucking not Welcome what we want. Yeah, Joey's back. Alright, so at least we get that in our favor here. He's back from his brief hiatus where he wasn't able to travel for a little while, but they they made some arrangements with him like we talked about before, where he was able to Make a shorter drive to do the commentary on a Sunday night. Probably around this time as we call this on a Sunday night. Work the next day. For JV, not for me though. <laughs> I got one more week off. Well, actually no, my wife's back to work so I'm back on baby duty. Back on daddy duty. <laughs> daddy daycare. Nice. Right, so I got some mat wrestling going yeah. on. Yeah. Very. This is very slow transition wrestling. Whatever they're trying to do. Not yeah. clean. Right. They're both all. truly rookies. <laughs> yeah. And even Hack Myers rookie of the year. I would give Tommy Dreamer the rookie of the year over Hack Myers too. The fuck. Yeah. I gotta agree with you, what the like I said? What the hell did Hack Myers do up to this point? He bestowed that honor. NWA rookie of the year. And done jack shit. From what we've seen. Anywhere's fucking non-wrestling gear other than the boots and the knee pads. What the hell's up with those pants? They look like pants that my wife has and she wears to bed. <laughs> Pajama pants? Yeah. No, I... I <laughs> It's, it seems obvious to say, like, oh, yeah, pajama pants, though, that's what you wear to bed. I mean, like, the pattern. <laughs> it looks like the same kind of pattern that a woman would wear. Hack <laughs> Myers hair is just funny. Hacked haircut Myers. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's called Hack. The hacked up haircut. But that's... That works with wrestlers to have fucked up here. But you're only wrestling for like 10 minutes in the day a few times a week. What the fuck do you do the rest of the time 
You know, whatever his shoot job is or whatever. Yeah. You know? He's going to hopefully have a job where he can wear a hat all the time. <laughs> Maybe he's a bus driver in Philly. <laughs> Where's his hat? Cover up his wrestler hair. <laughs> well, Dreamer, Dreamer's kind of taking the brunt of the beating here. Yeah, I think that's his role at this point, is he's like the pretty yeah. boy that everyone wants to see get his ass kicked. Well, if you remember, Tommy Dreamer, when he had his first <laughs> couple of matches, the crowd fucking stood up big time for him and were standing ovation for him early on. But they seem to be maybe turning on him now. It's like a Roman Reigns thing. At first we thought you were cool, but now they're trying to push you as the yeah. baby face, so fuck you. <laughs> Overstage you well, bitch. <laughs> You're not that cool. We gotta haze your ass. Oh, nice cross body press. Yeah, that was nice. He's trying to pick up the pace here. It's kind of slow work. Match. Yeah. I mean, it is the first match on the card, too, so. Yep. Gotta build him up slow. What do you got for a timestamp? I have. Uh, 742, 43, 44. Alright, I think I'm off second. I'm above. Nut shot. Yeah, nut shot. The mule kick nut shot. We used to talk about that a lot on the bottom line wrestling cast. Austin would often do the mule kick nut shot. And nice, decent DDT just a second ago. Yeah, that was... Oh. Hey, you were thinking this match at Hack Myers would be a little bit more brutal, but he's trying to wrestle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like on the mat and shit. They're like transitioning from pins early yeah. on in the match. Definitely not what I expected. Yeah, I thought it was just going to be a brawl. Oh, that was clever. Oh, shit. Almost got the cover. Didn't even look like Myers kicked out. Just <laughs> yeah, he just, yeah, he just let go. <laughs> yeah, this ain't the finish. It's like, hey, hack, you're supposed to uh, kick out. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hack. <laughs> hack wrestler. Myers with Dreamer in the corner now. Dreamer shot out by Myers. And Dreamer hit hard. That, that, I love that spot because that's what always should happen when you get tossed into a turnbuckle. You shouldn't just hang on and lay there. You should fucking fall to the mat. Because that's a hard hit. Let's see what Hack does. Oh, sternum first, like Bret Hart. Did not look anywhere near what Bret Hart did. <laughs> Ooh, kind of a frog splash. Oh, alright. Tommy Dreamer wins with a splash off the top rope. So we get a clean finish. Nothing strange, nothing crazy. It's kind of a basic opening opening match. To get the, the face gets over someone that the crowd's starting to yeah. lean on. Oh, lean against. Listen to those boos. Yeah, they actually don't seem like they want him to win. <laughs> yeah, they're like, fuck this guy. They probably thought Hack yeah, Myers. Hack Myers. Right, they probably thought he, he seemed cool. 
with his uh, leather hat and his leather vest. <laughs> All right, so we move on now to the next match. It's supposed to be Chad Austin versus Donnie Allen. Look at that mullet, sweet mullet on <laughs> this jacket. Lukewarm Chad Austin. Jacket. Yeah, that jacket's badass. That's that chalk line style jacket. Yeah. I used the elementary school we went to, and even the middle school. I had jackets from both schools that style. Did you? I never right. had a jacket. For your wrestling fans, obviously, out there, the style jacket is like what Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard yes. wore as the Brain Busters. And the Revival kind of brought back, too. Yeah, I had a Lyington Lincoln <laughs> and a Cuss. The Cuss had the Penn State logo on it. Cuss Cougars. Yep. Those are badass jackets. <laughs> they need to sell those again. 911. Boom! Yeah, 911. Shit, this match isn't going to happen. 911 just fucked up Donnie Allen, the referee. Is it Pee Wee? Yeah, of course it's Pee Wee, the only ref that takes bumps. John Finnegan and Jim Molino might fucking have a heart attack if they have to pick a choke slam. Oh, shit! Todd Gordon just knocked down Paul Heyman. I wonder if that. No way that was intentional. Oh, 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 man. He held him by his face, it looked like. Not even his throat. Oh, my God. That looked... It looked brutal. Todd Gordon laid out. Everybody laid out. 911 stands tall. <laughs> Somebody call 911. <laughs> Another one. The crowd's got a 911 chant going. I'm hearing correctly here. Yeah. <laughs> and Todd Gordon is making 911 do so much work there. <laughs> Both of those choke slams. The, the reason why they look so sloppy is because Gordon isn't jumping. He's not helping. Well, he doesn't, it's like he doesn't know what to do. Yeah, it is. It's just weird to me. Like, they don't practice. He's just like, yeah, I'm going to go out there and take a fucking choke slam. <laughs> right. Hey, I believe that. They probably did not practice anything. Makes it look more real. Oh, here's Tommy Dreamer, who just came off a win in the first match. He's here to help out Todd Gordon. Kiss ass that he is. Well, this is kind of the perfect person for to come into this spot. Because the crowd obviously loves 911, and they don't like Tommy Dreamer, so this is gonna make them excited for 911 to kick Tommy Dreamer's ass. Here comes the young upstart kiss ass. Let's fuck him up, choke slam him. Then you have Paulie there reveling in it all, standing on the top rope like he's Earl Hebner, getting a beer from Stone Cold. Can't even reach 911's arms. <laughs> Chest there hanging out. <laughs> Say it one more time. 911 looks like a knockoff Scott Hall. Yeah, he does. Except he has the mustache. <laughs> so, is that the name of his finisher? The last right? Oh, is it? Is that, just... is that what Joey Styles said? He just yeah, made I don't that know up. If he, was, he was implying that was the name of his finisher. That'd be a nice name. Gotta make, yeah, it did. 
Alright, here's the one of the matches we've been looking forward to over the past few weeks. Shitty Pitbull with Jason versus the Tasmaniac in a dog collar match. Although we hate to listen to the Pitbull on the mic, he has a great look. Looks, he looks like one of the legit wrestlers in the company at this point. This sign guy in the front row has a sign for everybody, ready to go for every match. He does his homework. <laughs> he's quick. Maybe he's making him on the run. <laughs> awesome. Oh, here comes Taz, maniac. Whoa, that was a nice spot. The dog collar and the chain was around Pitbull's neck already, and Jason held the other side, and it did a little clothesline to Taz. Now the Pitbull's going to put the other dog collar on Taz. All right, so it's applied. Oof. Big right hands with the Hercules chain. <laughs> the Hercules chain. No, that works out because the dog in the Sandlot was called Hercules too. So yeah, that's right. <laughs> dog on a chain. That's right. Well, if you don't listen to the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, that's what I've been calling The Undertaker's Chain over the past couple of weeks. His Hercules Chain. <laughs> oh, that's right. I'm like, shows <laughs> that's in our other universe. I <laughs> <laughs> nice shot the guardrail from Taz. Oh, Taz. Oh, he's pulling the shit out of it. Crowd doesn't even know. Yeah, crowd. It's a well-behaved crowd. They don't want to get fucked up because they know it's a possibility. <laughs> if I move, I might get injured. No, we saw that actually last week. That little girl got hurt. And then guardrail oh, got slammed. Right. Yeah. And um, that was. It wasn't in the ECW arena. It was in that other place. Taz fucking got this chain wrapped around. They're outside of the ring right now. Taz is wrapping that chain around Pitbull's neck. They go back and forth with some punches. What the fuck is Pitbull doing? He just grabbed someone's chair and girl in the first front row almost got whacked with it. <laughs> I don't. All right, I was gonna say because didn't look like he really took the the bump there, Taz, from no, Pitbull. No. So the fact when he blocked it with his hands, it kind of got up right away. That was good. Yeah. Because sometimes you'll see the guy do that and they're selling it like they took the actual bump. It's like you clearly stopped it. Right. If you realize it was a shit spot, you gotta make up yeah. for it. 
That's what Taz did. And that, and that just shows you why Taz wrestled for the WWE, WWF, yeah. and Pitbull did not. <laughs> you know, little things like that just shows you professionalism. Oh, Pitbull was not happy about that Pitbull sign. It's not like his sign. Oh, no, he does. Well, he waxed Taz with it. Like that, her. With paper. Yeah. <laughs> Got some fucking friction there. There's a large stock there. <laughs> you can get a paper cut with that for sure. Yeah. Would have been more vicious if he came and tried to, like, slice him. Yeah. <laughs> Those quick, like, strokes. <laughs> All right, so they're finally back in the ring now. Pitbull is pissed off at the crowd. He He's, he's shaking up. He doesn't like that side. He's a little shook. Yeah. He doesn't like the chance. We have a security guard in the down in the ringside area talking to the people from the front row. I don't know what he's, what he's talking about. It's like he's apologizing for the sign being taken. <laughs> yeah, let me fall down so you can choke me. Joey Styles just called this a dream matchup. I don't know if it's that. It's not a dream yeah. matchup. Who the fuck's dreaming about this? <laughs> Random dreaming matchup. Yeah. Who the fuck knows who the Pitbull and Tasmaniac are? Well, it's not really a dream match. It's a match that people have been looking forward to because it's been built up pretty well. It's not a fucking dream match. All right. So they are following four-corner rules this chain match. That would have been nice to know. Is that they were doing it like a strap match. Because sometimes chain matches are, you can just use the chain as a weapon. Yeah, yep. And it's like a, a, uh, a prop in the match rather than like the actual. Like a stipulation. Yeah, yeah. Like this, these guys are bound to each other. Right. So yeah, this is more of a strap match style, but that was never explained. It could have been explained, but we didn't hear There's it. One. All right, so Taz got two corners. Two turnbuckles. You got three. And it's broken up. Contact's made. Pitbull breaks that. Oh, shit. The crowd's pissed. They're pissed at the Pitbull. Bullshit. Bullshit that Taz didn't just win like that. Oh, Pitbull's going to go for a suplex on Taz. Wow. Nice belly to belly. Taz is probably pissed. That's my fucking move, brother. Yeah, Pitbull calling for the count, too. Fuck over here, ref. He's got a point. Yeah, it's like, come on. I'm going for the cover. But, so, then you can go for a cover, too, in this match, apparently. You could win with a oh, cover. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can win by... I guess you can win any way or hit the four corners then. Yeah, that's like a new way to win. That's an additional way. Yeah. Yeah, additional way. But there's no... Um, uh, what the fuck was I going to say? It's no DQ, I presume, too. Right. Right. If you got a chain, there's no DQ. Yeah, I wonder if Jason would get involved then if it's no DQ. 
think you would. Just standing there. Ref react. Yeah. Oh shit! Power bomb. Oh wow. Man, that that looked like it was gonna <laughs> be an issue. <laughs> but luckily, Taz lifted himself up on his own a bit to be able to flat back it. Because yeah, he's a heavy guy. It's a All tough right. That goes to show you how strong Pitbull is. Yeah. All right, so smart move here with the Pitbull is... Oh, this is the classic yeah. strap match, chain match type deal here. You have Pitbull has Taz wrapped around the chain very close to him. And as he hits the corners, Taz is right behind and hits the corners himself. They've hit three corners. Taz hits a suplex. Oh, that breaks the count, obviously. But Taz goes for the cover, and he gets the three-count victory. Good finish. I like that. Not a bad match. No, it wasn't. For a strap match? Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. Oh, shit. Who the fuck is that guy? This is... That's his old tag team partner or whatever? Right, his old tag team top partner, which will become his tag team partner, and they become the Pitbulls. So that's Pitbull number boy. two. Big dude right there. Convincing. Big dude, another fucked up Ooh. dude, though. And oh, really? Get into more oh, about man. his life. But he's from around where we're from. He's from Rhode Island. Well, he was living in Rhode Island when he died. Oh, no shit. Jason really has a gun. Got to get some cheap shots in here, Jason. Come on. Are they going to give him a bike? So now you got the Pitbulls here. That's cool. They're a fucking awesome tag team. So Pitbull number two, his name is Anthony Durant. Oh, this is vicious. Nice and violent. Exactly Holy what ECW shit. is supposed to be. Look at this. Fucking hanging Taz crazy. with the chain over the top rope off of the that apron. Man, I that was huge. Yeah. We have Pitbull number one now. Slamming Taz <laughs> with the chair. Oh, yeah, so the trio. There they are. So, little tidbit of information about Pitbull number two is on September 25th, 2003, he was found with his girlfriend oh, in Westerly, Rhode Island. They both died from an overdose of fentanyl. Oh, jeez. And the, the saddest part of it all is that when the bodies were discovered, there, there was... A 21-month-old boy and an 8-month girl in the house. They survived. But they were left alone for like three days. That's... Because their fucking parents got high. Died. So that's that's crazy. crazy. This kid's awesome. PTSD. But here we go. We, here's a big match. We move on now to Shane Douglas in the rough neck. Up against the Bruise Brothers. Bruise Brothers are some crazy motherfuckers. Shane Douglas is the ECW world champion, or... Actually, no, it's not a world champion. It's just the ECW champion. Yeah. 
It's like the ECW Philadelphia champion. <laughs> what happened to that Penn State title that Tommy Cairo used to have? <laughs> Let's get rid of that title. Pawn it. <laughs> he had to pawn it so he could pay Sandman and Woman the money that he owes them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That guy's got a mask on in the crowd. That's cool. The luchador. I would imagine this is going to be a fucking brawl. Yeah. It's interesting to see Mr. Hughes against these guys because these are bigger guys. Yeah. You know, yeah, same big... level as uh, Mr. Hughes. It's funny to see somebody bigger than him up against them. Uh, arguing with the ref here. Mr. Hughes makes a whip, gets reversed. Misses the whole clothesline. Oh, shit. Nice. Yeah, he barely got over, but, well, the fact that he could leap over Mr. Hughes. Yeah. Almost took that one wrong. Poor franchise. He's the champ, and he's working uh, the fourth match on the card. Is that what this is? Yeah, the fourth match. Yeah, so this will, this will be one of the longer matches on the card, I believe. <laughs> that was shitty. Yeah, shitty-ass clothesline. I, I thought that was going to be huge. From Ron Don. Ron or Don. <laughs> he didn't do a, a good job trying to, like... Put the oomph on it. No. You know what I mean? He does not have to get, he did not Shane does like all the work. He's definitely the best worker around. Most experienced. All right, so they're fighting in the aisle way. Shit's breaking down. You got fans, hands, and chairs. <laughs> Take my chair. Not going to fucking sit down on it anyway. <laughs> Look at that whole fucking middle row standing. The only people that seem to be sitting always are the guys that are always there. They're like, we're not yeah. fucking giving you our chairs. <laughs> oh, and they sit in the front row. Don't right. Don't worry about standing in front of them. Right, and then the hard cam. So they they want to be seen sitting there. He just ran in. Yeah, flying knee. It's pretty awkward. No, I, I was just going to say, it looks pretty awkward. Yeah. I mean, Shane's a great worker. I just, I, I just don't feel like these guys are anywhere near his level. Right. Yeah, and that's not a a stretch opinion to have. Is that they're not no, that good? No. <laughs> because but entertaining, nonetheless. Yeah. That, no, they have a great look. Big, big ass twins. Like that's cool. Like 
if you're a big ass twin, you're getting into wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Big ass, you and your big ass twin brother. <laughs> you would think they would just want to maybe learn a little bit. <laughs> Fucking DOA. Eight ball and skull. He stands about six two, two hundred and thirty five pounds. All right, so we have one of the What's that? Into the corner here, misses. Oh, here we go. Nice. That's his finisher. Shit. That's his finisher, and he tags in Mr. Hughes. He hit the belly. I mean, yeah. Yeah, belly to belly. And he tags in Mr. Hughes instead of going for a pinfall. That's pretty curious. I was thinking that Mr. Hughes was going to come in and then, like, hit his What's sidewalk. What's pull out of his pocket? I think he pulled out a chain. Uh, what the hell is it? Is it his belt? Yeah, maybe he whipped his belt off. Where's the belt and suspenders, I guess? I feel like... Douglas and Mr. Hughes are trying to set up spots, but the Harris brothers keep fucking them up. Like, doing their own thing. Yeah, they don't look like they're in the same match as these guys. <laughs> right. Like, I, it looked as, like I was saying, it, Shane Douglas hit his finisher, tagged in Mr. Hughes. It looked like Mr. Hughes was supposed to hit some kind of spot, but then the Harris brothers just, like, walked away. And then everybody was in the ring just fucking around. Oh, it definitely looks sloppy. Also, <laughs> Mr. Hughes waited the very last second to whip that out. Alright. Who's so, holding who here on the on the ground? So Joey just said oh, it. It's either his tie or his suspenders. To choke out one of the Harris brothers. Suspenders is Yeah, this is right. They're clearly there, so it must be his tie or his or his belt. Like you said. There's a lot of time for a shit-ass match. Yeah, it is. It's just not... I don't know. A lot of dragging each other around the ring. Pretty much comes down to the Bruce Brothers suck. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. All right, so Don... Weak chair shots. Yep, some shitty-ass chair shots. Come on, lay it in at least. It's a plastic chair. It's not even a steel chair. It's one of those shit plastic chairs that you hate to sit on. Whenever I sit on one of those plastic <laughs> fold-up chairs, I feel like I'm going to fucking break it. <laughs> yeah. Like, just going to give out on Andre. You'll lean too much the wrong way. Right. <laughs> Looked like the, he was going to go for a punch and then just kind of grab Yeah, what's what's up with the guy oh. in 1994 wearing a luchador mask? <laughs> a brown one too. It looks brown. Shit brown. Shitty ass mask. Is that a TV in the corner there? It's like on the wall. Uh, it looks like it, or it's a. Oh, maybe it's the bingo light. screen. Oh yeah, Kino. Yeah. Because they do bingo there. 
What a little ass fucking monitor. <laughs> to have. But hey, it's 1994. Yeah. You can start with like $700. Even when I first started teaching, we have a TV in the room. Just like when we're in our high school, the little TVs in the corner. Yep. yep. We used to fucking watch shit on that. <laughs> Channel 1 News. You're right. Channel 1 News. Ooh. I think the. Uh oh. Looks like Hughes had the match one. Yeah, There's no, no ref in the ring. He's pinned them for about a 30 count right now. The ref is pulling an Earl Hebner. Oh. He's outside of the ring instead of inside the ring where he's supposed to be. I never understood that. You know that. <laughs> you should be in the ring at all times. They're outside of the ring. Count, count them go. the fuck out. What? Boy. They won? But the Bruise uh. Brothers pulled off a fucking win. Bullshit win. Unnecessary win. Those guys don't deserve a win. Do you believe that? He goes in the ring. So Hughes is covering one of the Harris brothers. The other one runs in and just stomps Mr. Hughes. And then Mr. Hughes gets pinned because he got stomped in the head. Usually a stomp just means you roll over and it broke the three count. But in this yeah. case, he's so injured from the stomp that he can't <laughs> kick out. And now he's stomp up. Stomp around the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What the fuck? That sucks. Yeah, so far uh, this card isn't um, a home run. No, it usually never is. <laughs> these super cards. <laughs> but the Pitbull Taz match oh, wasn't bad. Oh, let's see what this roughneck says. Recycling. You're going down for the last time. All right, finally somebody that can talk. Well, Mr. Hughes had that match. One with the sidewalk slam. Quite frankly, these two are robbed. But they will return to fight another day here in the ECW Arena. All right, that brings us to the big match. Another big match that's been building up for weeks. It's the Singapore Kane match. Sandman and Tommy Cairo. I just want to see woman. I want woman on a pole. Woman on my pole match. A little too graphic. <laughs> a woman on my pole. I lose JV. JV. No, I'm still here. Oh, okay. All right, so we get the fake Sandman entrance music. It's supposed to be like Metallica, but I don't think he's using Enter Sandman yet at this point. I think he's using Big Shot by Billy Joel or The Bitches Back by Elton John. Yeah, this sounds like bootleg music. Right, it sounds like bootleg Metallica Sandman, Enter, Sandman, Enter the Sandman. Like cover band. <laughs> yeah. And there's the so woman. The, uh, do you know if um, when he starts using Enter the Sandman, does he, um, is the network going to cover it out? Yeah, they won't play it. No. Well, woman's looking nice. Nice purple dress. Or is it yes. blue? I can't really tell because I'm kind of colorblind. 
Everything looks a little yellow on this fucking broadcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. There is a lot of yellow. You got the ropes, the, the ring apron has yellow. The lettering is yellow. Hey, we this got Sandman. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fuzzy in the back. It's like armpit hair. <laughs> oh, armpit hair. Got <laughs> the obese family up front before obesity was a thing. <laughs> like, I can have as many Big Macs as I fucking want. <laughs> I don't know why I get so big. <laughs> yeah. This guy doesn't even have a shirt on. Oh, no, he does. He has one of those thin muscle bodybuilder shirts. What's it? man's right in front of the guy, too. What's his shirt say? We smack. Um, it just got blurry. They zoomed out. Yeah, quality kind of sucks. Uh, Sandman is smoking a cigarette. Doing what will become his standard entrance. Just a fucking long-ass entrance. At this point, he's just smoking a cigarette. Wait until he starts drinking beer. <laughs> he's getting his nicotine in first. We smash, wreck, destroy, and wrestle. Oh, that's cool. ECW. ECW shirt. That's a cool one. I want to find an old-school ECW shirt like that. Eastern Championship Wrestling, we smack. This is before Extreme, so that's a cool shirt. You can tell they're on the verge. Matt Paulie is already thinking. Yeah, he's, he's got all the everything in motion. Right. Wow, what a change from Sandman over the past year and a half. This is this is obviously the greatest character change that we've seen since our coverage began. Yeah, definitely. Now he's More a fucking a badass. Yeah, he went from like a surfer and like ugly ass body nice. suits. Yeah. yeah. Now he's smoking cigarettes, fucking doing his own thing. He's got a hot chick with him. Badass. Here comes his wife, Peaches, Peaches, with Tommy Cairo. Tommy Toothless. Just got white nylons on. Nope. <laughs> Tommy Cairo, the British bulldog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Tommy Cairo's fucking up that guy's sign. What an asshole. That's funny. It is like the British bulldog. Didn't his wife have blonde hair too? Yeah, <laughs> Diane, Diana Hart. Or was it Diane Hart? Diane, I think it's Diana. So British Bulldog got his Attitude Era costume from. Yeah, that's the Attitude Era. Fucking Tommy Cairo. <laughs> Boy, can make that work. <laughs> she is vivacious. Yeah. So. Woman. Woo, woo, woman. So pretty. Yeah, beautiful. Oh, Joey Styles right on our page too. So beautiful. She's cute. Joey Styles calls her a sweetheart that deserves a good man. When I see a woman, the reaction in my head is like the wolf in old cartoons that <laughs> just starts like 
floating in the air with the eyeballs bulging out. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. No. It's like old like Looney Tunes cartoons. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> the wolf's like tongue drops out. Kind of like yep, yep, um, yep. what they did with um, The Mask, Jim Carrey. Where he sees a hot chick and then his fucking yeah. eyes bulge out of his head and thing. Tongue comes flapping Right. Out. Yeah, that's based on the old cartoon. That's woman to me. Awooga! Hey, now Tommy Cairo looks like he's in shape. What the fuck happened? He, <laughs> he like legit worked out for two weeks solid. <laughs> to get a nice little pump. <laughs> Cause I always got some definition. Like ah oh, shit, I got the got this big match coming up. I gotta look in shape. Well, so the match is supposed to begin, but Sandman rolls out of the ring, and well, the gentleman he is is he guides woman down from the ring apron. Matt. Leads the beginning of the match. The bell sounds, and here we go. Been waiting for this one. There should be a stipulation where it's like, Tommy Cairo, if you lose, you gotta fucking pay your debts. Uh, what are we gonna take you to people's court to get this fucking bill paid? <laughs> Judge Wapner and yeah. <laughs> Whoa! Oh shit! I almost Whoa. fucking tossed him on his head with that. Wow. Belly to back suplex. And a spinning, yeah, spin kick. Holy shit. Where's he getting this move set from? Now he fucking does an elbow drop off the apron like Mick Foley? Yeah, I was say, it's like a legit drop. Mick Foley's pissed backstage like, hey, I'm going to fucking do that match. Do that same move in my match later tonight. <laughs> now he's on the top rope. Tommy, what the fuck is going on? Where's Tommy Cairo getting these moves from? You guys feeling confident right now. Shit. Gotta get the cane, dumbass. Yeah, why is it so Come hard? On. Like, how the fuck do you not know the rules? So what's the rules, though? Anyway, get the cane, you win, or get the cane, you get to use it, and then you can win. I forget. Generally, it's whoever gets the cane can use it. Use it becomes like their weapon. Right. But you still have to pin. Yeah, yeah. I guess like you, you can't. Want. So maybe it. Maybe the rule is you can't go for a cover until. Until the cane's down. Right, until the cane came into play. That timekeeper's table is down. I mean, you can't really oh, blame Joey. You can't really. Yeah, that was a nice leg drop outside Tyler of the ring. He's it. kicking ass. He looks fucking better than we've ever seen him. Maybe early yeah. on he was pretty damn solid. But this is the best that we've seen him in a while. But in regards to rules like for this match and the early match, the chain match. You can't really blame Joey Styles because he's been away for a month and just tossed right back into this. So you can't expect him to be explaining everything because he probably doesn't even know everything. <laughs> yeah, he probably got the cliff notes beforehand. <laughs> right. I mean, Cairo <laughs> is fucking like... As many people would say about a goalie, he's standing on his fucking head tonight. <laughs> yeah. He's fucking going all over the place. That's a nice reference there. <laughs> well, it's hockey time, right? <laughs> it's the playoffs. <laughs> the Bruins on right now, right? 
As we yeah. were going? Yep. Pretty sure. Something. Yeah, it's Sunday night. It's also uh, the same night as SummerSlam, which is funny because I watched about an hour and a half of it before we started this. So it's like, it feels like so different. I was just watching that shit and <laughs> going to this. Oh, he must call her a bitch then. Yeah. Joey doesn't want to repeat it. You fucking bitch. I would be pissed too. Like, if you're hanging out with Tommy Cairo all the de all the time, I would expect that he's putting his dick in you. Yeah, <laughs> so. of course. Any sane man would think that. <laughs> right. Oh, Sandman. Oh, that sucked. I thought he was going to... Terrible. Sling slot, uh, slingshot splash from the outside. I thought he was going to do a leg drop. Right now, what's that? He's like admiring yeah. the shitty movie. Just <laughs> right. That sucks. I am. He should have done a leg drop. Yeah, definitely. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, that was a fucking legit stiff knee slap. drop. Yeah, stiff knee. Oh, another one too. Hey, what his pants probably smell like shit. What kind of sneakers do you think Sandman has on? <laughs> uh, LA gear. LA gear, yes. That's exactly what I was thinking. British Knights. <laughs> yeah, BK's uh, LA gear for sure. That's what those suckers look like. Pre-late updates, too. Yeah. Oh, shit. The fucking cane fell down. The cane's <laughs> down on the mat. It's ready. Nobody got it. Nobody climbed up and actually got it. The cane fucking dropped from the top. Is the referee going to resituate it and climb up? Yeah, he is. How high up was that? Uh, it's probably like from the top turnbuckle. It's probably six feet. Oof. I like those suplexes. Face, Me too. face suplexes. It's called like a pancake or something. Yeah. I don't know if it's called a pancake suplex, but that sounds something that I've heard. Pancake slam. What's Cairo going to do? Oh. Oh. Those are cool DDTs when you jump up and then slam jump, down. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Jake the Snake has the sweet one where it just comes out of nowhere. Boom. But those big ones are nice variations. Yeah, nice. Nice one. Oh, oh Sandman got the cane. Did he win? That's it? That's, yeah, that's, that's stupid. That's either their ring bell or a fan trolling. <laughs> no decision. No decision, huh? Why? Because you guys fucked up and the cane fell? Oh, no. It's because it's a separate cane. That's what happened. They slid in a separate cane. So, no decision. That, that, that's bullshit. Yeah, it is. I don't. I don't think I agree with this finish here. Why not oh, just oh, oh. let the match continue? You know, if that just couldn't help. That cane's in play. Let the other one be used, and then see who pins each other. Oh, uh, that's not what we get. Ooh, look at those marks on Cairo's arm. He's fucked up. Wow. Oh, woman. Woman has the other cane now. 
Peaches is covering Cairo, but woman is right behind Peaches. Woman is laying into. Oh! Right on the Ooh, back of the head. Oh, shit. The way Peaches rolled up looks like she was a little. Yeah, she a little looked... woozy there. <laughs> Feel a little woozy here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, crowd's loving it. Hey. Love sin. Yeah, well, while it might not be the best finish, crowd loves it. not all about great match quality yeah pay your bill <laughs> yeah no i mean it did get entertaining the last few minutes yeah it is entertaining i enjoyed it like, this is cool right now seeing it's over the butt in his mouth yeah I, I enjoyed this i enjoyed pitbull and taz and i think that's more than we could say from our previous supercard shows i don't think we've ever yeah. liked anything in the first hour no it's usually terrible look at this though that's some legit laceration holy shit Shoulder and back. Oh, man! Yeah, fucking bleeding. Jeez, cuts from the on the back. That's a legit pain right now. Yeah, to suck down some Bud Lights <laughs> after this. Holy fuck! Woo! He's fucked up. Peaches might be legit crying. Like, she got whacked in the head. When does Peaches files for divorce? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. Probably I think she does. That was a stiff hit. Yeah. I don't think she's... Uh... Woman fucking whacked her in the head. Yeah. Look at those, the fucking damage, though. Wow. Man, that's pretty brutal. Hey, and that's ECW. I like it. Yeah, nice. Nice match. Entertaining. Like we said. Entertaining match. Yeah. This will bring us into our our first break. So we're going to take a quick little break. We'll play music that we haven't determined yet. So enjoy whatever the hell it's going to be. <laughs> Maybe it's going to be tequila <laughs> from uh, the Pee Wee Herman movie. But we'll take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Anybody tell you that this is the private club of the Satan's helpers? Nobody hit me to that, dude. It's off limits! Oh. Well, my mistake. <laughs> Guess I'll be on my way then. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me.
kill him. Yeah! I say we hang him, then we kill him. Yeah! I say we stomp him. Yeah! Then we tattoo him. Yeah! Then we hang him. Yeah! And then we kill him. Yeah! I say we let him go. No! I say you let me have him first. <laughs> Wait, don't I get a last request? Why not? back now for the second half of the show and it's the big part of the show and like i said before i'm happy with a couple of the matches in the, the front half of the show the chain match the singapore cane match those were actually enjoyable and a change of pace with our super cards because usually like i said the first hour generally sucks <laughs> and this one was a little better than in the past but we have the big matches coming up here we have Public Enemy against the Funk Brothers, Terry and Dory Funk Jr. And obviously the big main event, Sabu versus Cactus Jack. The dream match, the hardcore dream match, Sabu versus Cactus Jack. And then also sandwiched in there is the ECW TV Championship match where Mikey Whipwreck is going to once again put that title on the line and see if he can survive and keep the title against the Rockin' Rebel. Fuck Rockin' Rebel. and. Hopefully you guys are situated. Uh, I, I know we kind of just went on break, so we want to get you resituated to where we left off. So you probably paused if you're watching along. And the timestamp we're going to use is 5222. 
So what you should see is just the graphic Hostile City Showdown, Public Enemy versus Funk Brothers. Is that what you got, JV, on your screen? Yep, I was uh I was at fifty two twenty one, but I just clicked a couple and now I'm uh I'm at fifty two twenty two on the dot. Okay. Alright, so we may may not be off half a second or something. But that's close enough. Yeah, within a second we're good. Over a second that's when we kinda gotta Yeah. We gotta realign ourselves. <laughs> Alright, so guys, if you need to pause those and get to that fifty two twenty two second spot. I'll give the countdown as usual, three down to one, then say play. You click play when I say play. Three, two, one, play. All right, so we're going to get some backstory here for this matchup that we're heading into, and it is Public Enemy versus the Funk Brothers, which has been one of the stories that we like. You know, Public Enemy has really grown and become a dominant team in ECW and kind of the face of ECW in a way, I would say. They're definitely being pushed big time. Yeah. It's like Paulie's pet project. He wants <laughs> Public Enemy to get over. So this is from April 16, 1994. It was Sabu versus Terry Funk. You know, we covered this match back then. This is when Arn Anderson makes his appearance in ECW. Around here's Paulie making fun of Terry Funk's daughters, which causes Heyman to get smacked in the face. He's a badass hat on. Badass hat. One of my daughters. Do you understand me or not? Okay, I'm just kidding. Do you understand me or not? I'm just kidding. Do you understand me or not? I like how he knows he missed that first slap, so he had to smack him again. You leave them out of this. I will. I will. My family has nothing to do with this. Okay. okay. You understand don't me? Don't be talking yes, shit sir. about kids when you don't have you any fucking kids sure in your better. Own. Shut up. Put his hands on me. <laughs> How many fingers? Not <laughs> all of them. Ten? All of them. Ten fingers. <laughs> How many dollars? <laughs> <laughs> ten fingers. He put ten fingers on you. Look at but I, I like this segment when Paulie was trying to recruit them and he's trying to dress like them. With his Knicks jersey. <laughs> Alright, now we go from When Worlds Collide, which this was a pretty damn good show, When Worlds Collide. I would say of all the super cards, I think the night the line was crossed is the best one that we've had. Best one. Yeah. Alright, here we go. We got to the match. We got some shitty dubbed over music, which is uh, playing over Whoop, there it is. Here are the tag team champions, and this is a non-title match. So they're not... What do they got? What is that? Hot Rock Cafe jerseys? What the fuck is that? <laughs> what are they wearing? Hot Rock Cafe. <laughs> Hot Rock Cafe, New York. <laughs> look, how, look how short those jerseys are. <laughs> like, just above their waist. It's like, nah, that doesn't fit, bro. What are you doing? I want to see the logo on that shirt. The hell is that? So there they are, Johnny Grunge, Rock a Rock, not defending their titles here. This is a grudge match. It's like a slow build. 
considering the, uh, the music. Judgment Night spelled are they, wrong. Are they covering music right now, or I don't know. Seems weird. I intended to check out the actual original, but I didn't get to it. I might check it out just for the sake of looking up some music that we could play. <laughs> well, I didn't get to it ahead of time. What the fuck is Dory Funk Jr. wearing? <laughs> Old, oldest fucking dude in the house. He's got a like college jacket on. Yeah. Fucking. Champions here, though. NWA world champs. Just like Flash Thompson. <laughs> This music is pretty bad. This music blows. Yeah. It's like... It's like... If they were having like a Hall of Fame ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess that has to do with Dory Funk. Like, oh, he's a legend. I doubt this is music that was actually played. And the telltale sign is always, if you can barely hear Joey Styles, that means that they're playing dubbed in music. Which is fucking up the audio. Because you couldn't hear Joey Styles really during that music. Alright, good. He, he says it twice so people know. That's because the Funks, <laughs> obviously, the Funks are going to win. <laughs> it's a non title match. Don't worry. They're not going to be the champions. <laughs> so when this match ends and Terry Funk gets the win. No, they're not the champs. <laughs> yeah. Rocko Rock. I can't. Yeah, it does look like Hard Rock Cafe, though, on the logo. Doesn't it? <laughs> well, maybe even, like, Planet Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Got my name on the back. Got his name on the back of his jacket there. <laughs> Slick back fucking Crisco in his hair. Got that slick back hair. Yeah. <laughs> That's your song. <laughs> <laughs> slick back hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> yeah. An inside joke. <laughs> 250 pounds. Get out of here. I couldn't lure JV into singing it. Sorry. No, I know you're trying. <laughs> Dory looks like. I don't know how old he is. So I yeah, let's see. Don't. Let me do a little research during these yeah, he's intros. For an older dude. Like, is he in his 50s? What do you think? What's your guess? I think he's in like. He, he looks to me like he's like 73. I'm usually, like, spot on with figuring out people's ages, so... Before I look it up... This is 94... I'll say he's... 54. Oh, he looks like Shift. Let's see. Alright, he was born 1941. So that puts him at... 94, so 53. Oh, jeez. Wow. Really? I'm fucking good. My wife, we 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 play this game basically all the time, like with somebody on TV. Oh, how old? Like, I always nail it. I'm always within a year. 
somebody's edge. I clearly suck. I was 20. He, I, he's like what I thought he was. The age I thought he was here is what he is like right now. He's, he's 79 right now. Jeez. Still kicking. 254 pounds is his listed weight. Is that what they said? They said 250. 250. Why were you saying bullshit? You think he's more than that? No, I think he's less than that. Yeah, he's he has no be, muscle. Right. He's got to be less than that. 250. How tall is he? 6'2". No way. Uh, maybe. Nah, still. I think he's like 220, 230. Yeah, 6'2". He's probably like 230-something there. 240. Yeah, not 250. Rocco Rock's probably <laughs> like... Nice play. 200. <laughs> like Dory. No, Johnny Grunge is definitely the same as Dory Funk. <laughs> Grunge has got to be like 240. Yeah, well, he's got muscle to him. Muscle's heavier than... No, not Rocco. I, not Rocco. Grunge. Oh, 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 Johnny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tag into Johnny Grunge. I like how they're starting off like a wrestling match. Yeah. yeah. Public Enemy doesn't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> like, Alright, well, we'll tie up. See what happens here. Talk some shit first. How long until we get a drop toe hold into a sleeper? There we go. <laughs> oh, we got the crisscross. <laughs> there it is. Look how little Dory's legs look. Is it... <laughs> Holy shit. Those knee pads aren't doing him any favor. They make him look like he had twig legs. So much pressure on his leg. He's got to wear those pants like his brother. Now into a headlock. Terry Funk is in the ring. Crowd talking shit. Talking shit. <laughs> Is there anything? Uh, uh, it's good to have, good to have him back. Convincing, right there. Hi, the the Oh! So Joey Styles moonsault. had her from the door moonsault. <laughs> oh yeah, that's his go-to spot. Gotta hit that spot. So Joey Styles had earlier, errantly said that uh, Dory Funk and Terry Funk haven't worked together as a team in over a decade. It's not completely true. You lie. Glad that WrestleMania 2 they teamed up, and that was like one of the first times in a while, too, that they had teamed up. It was less than 10 years earlier, right? Yeah, because WrestleMania 2 would have been 86. 86. Uh, yeah, WrestleMania, the first WrestleMania is 85. Yeah, I thought it was 84. 
Nah. The number. Yeah, you're thinking because the number lines up with your age. Uh, but uh, uh. the one is the 85. Yeah, so I'm looking at it now. Terry Funk and Dory Funk. <laughs> Shit, I forgot. They were managed by Jimmy Hart, and they they defeated Junkyard Dog and Tito Santana in the tag team match. <laughs> no shit. In the match before the main event, Hulk Hogan versus King Kong Bundy. And here they are now, facing public enemy. <laughs> in the second to last match before. Dory's definitely Natural. Yeah, solid. Yeah. Alright, he's a legit worker. Ooh, power bomb. Oof, I thought the pile driver was When Dory Funk was in WWF, his, they didn't call him Dory Funk. Which is stupid because he had a huge name as being Dory Funk, but they called him Hoss Funk. Awesome. Yeah. That's before he was Chainsaw Charlie. No, no, not Terry. Dory. Oh, Dory. Dory. Dory was Hoss. H-O-S-S. -S. He's a hoss. He's a boss. It's a terrible name. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. It's weird when you hear about shit like that that happened. Because, like, there was so much more money to be made for all people involved. Just use the guy's fucking Right. Right, use the name of this legit champion. He was the NWA World Champion. You gotta change his name. Well, that's you know that's always been a WWF thing to do. Yeah, nice chair shot there. They fight on the outside. Things will start to get. Oh shit! Fucking chair thrown in from Rocker Rock just whipping chairs. Holy moly. <laughs> My chair now, Oh, fuck. The chairs are just flying into the ring now. Alright, so now it's chair shot city in here. Dory Funk's nailing away on grunge. Oh, dueling chairs. Oh, Dory, Dory just throws his fucking chair at Rocco. I don't know what Rocco was just trying to do there with that dive, but Dory gave him a little shoulder block. Tosses him out of the ring. Johnny Grunge nails a chair shot on Dory. Rocco pulls Dory out of the ring. Some more pain coming up. Turnbuckle. All right, so things are starting to heat up here a little bit. Yeah, got action. So it looks like uh, I don't know. Are these are they even the legal man? Yeah, shit. Sure, I don't know. Johnny Grudge and Terry Funk even legal? Like I don't know who the legal like contestants are. Yeah, does it even matter? <laughs> True. They're, That's the point. It is a grudge match. Yeah. They're beating the shit out of each other with chairs. Yeah, so clearly a grudge match is no DQ. Should be. I mean, all they said was that it's a non-title match. They never said 
that it was no DQ. I mean, it's grudge match in the sense that they have a grudge, but I don't think that necessarily indicates any rules. But it's ECW. <laughs> so, who the hell knows? And obviously, Joey Styles doesn't have enough information to help us out with explaining the rules since he's just come back and taken Willie Watts' seat <laughs> in the Eagle's Nest. Yeah, unceremoniously. Right. Shit. Poor Willie Watts. Gone back to... What do you think he was doing before <laughs> before that? Send up the ring. <laughs> yeah, send up the ring. <laughs> uh, designing t-shirts or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He made that cool ECW shirt that we just saw. Sandman wearing. In the oh, hat. Really? In the, no, I was just making that up. But. Uh -huh. <laughs> in the cool hat that Terry Funk had. Head of merchandise, Willie Watts. All right, Rick Beebe, you're listening out there. New assignment. <laughs> what was Willie Watts doing before he was announcing for a month? What was his role in ECW? Any idea? Hit us up. Twitter. At ExtremeCast. Thanks, Rick. So no one really seems to know what the fuck's going on right now. No, it just got some fucking around in the crowd. Yeah, the crowd's standing up kind of like not, <laughs> not talking. Not oh, there's, much. there's a one dude in the front row, tall bastard. And yeah, with glasses. Yeah, with glasses. His face just looked like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. <laughs> his mouth was open. His you mouth his mouth breathing. Yeah. <laughs> you know how to trace what was going on. I said there's no way he's winning with that fucking gas. Oh jeez. <laughs> so like I don't know. This is not a good match. No, it's not good. I think part of the problem is Tori, uh, Tori, what the fuck call him Tori? Dory. Dory. I don't think Dory thinks that Johnny Grunge and Rocco Rock are legit wrestlers, <laughs> so I don't think he's trying to sell up, sell much for them. Yeah, yeah. He's probably doing we'll the best see. he can. He can sell this here. Well, he... Let's just get the, he looks tired as fuck, too, because he's... You know, he's 54 and he looks 74. <laughs> it looks like my grandpa. <laughs> Legit. Without the mullet. But. Oh, nice uppercut. I like that. Yeah, that was I like when one. they go to the knee after an uppercut. Oh, now he's going to pound away. There he goes. Instead of pinning this Rocco Rock character, he's going to... Punch him in the head. See, I'm just doing this for my fucking brother. I was NWA world champion. Back in the 70s. Fucking here I am, 1994. Wrestling these two fuckheads. <laughs> Needing a payday. <laughs> now you're probably like... 
Gonna make his mortgage payment or something. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, me was not was not booming in '94. Oh no. It would be soon after. One, two. Nope. <laughs> what a great visual. Great visual, oh. Terry Funk. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have to remember that spot so I can use it for the graphic. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, what, around the 12 minute, right before the 12 minute mark, 11:50 or so. Uh, 1:11. One, one hour. 1:11. Oh, Paul is out there. Oh, 911. Of course. His bodyguard. June of 1994, Diesel was the bodyguard of Shawn Michaels. So. 911 just like the world stops. Diesel ripoff. Or Diesel's a ripoff of 911. <laughs> yeah, oh. probably. Fucking head slam. Banged his fucking head. Ooh. Oh. Rocket Whoa! Oh, shit. Amy can just count. Okay. So, both public enemy guys cover Dory Funk. Dory Funk takes the fucking loss here. Then he gets up immediately. <laughs> it's like, all right, you beat me, but I'm going to kick your ass now. Yeah, because like you said, he probably doesn't respect him as well. Right. It's like, I'll do the job as a professional, but I'm not going to look like a chump. <laughs> That's funny. Dory Funk goes to cover Rock a Rock. And Terry makes the three count. Even though the match is over. Public Enemy. It's still going. Basically, oh, still it's not over yet. Shit. Yeah. yeah, what the fuck? So we got a bunch of bullshit covers. It's not over. Bob Ortiz, the ring announcer, doesn't know what the hell to say. Yeah. <laughs> this wasn't in the program. He's looking around like, what the hell's going on? Uh oh. That's funny. It's a public enemy versus Funk Brothers Judgment Night. Spelled wrong with the E. But um, the reason why I say it's funny is because our upcoming bottom line wrestling episode, uh, our bottom line cast episode is going to be called Judgment Day. Because we're covering Austin versus Undertaker from Judgment Day 2001. It just worked out. Worked out perfectly. We got the Judgment Day of the Funks versus the Public like Enemy. A, that was like a failed nut shot by Johnny Grunge. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I did. Like, Dory, like, no-sold it. Yeah, he knows. didn't know he even tried. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry to mean to cut you off. I don't know. It's fine. Yeah, it looked like he tickled his ass when he did it. <laughs> yeah, what do you think? <laughs> Checking his credit. <laughs> Even the crowd's like, what? the crowd's staring at something to the far. Yeah, like, what? They're right. Well, Rocco and Terry Funk must be over there. Yeah, that, all right. Fair, that makes sense. Whatever but I, they're doing is more interesting. Than these two guys are doing. <laughs> right. After that. Yeah, oh, shit. They're on the oh, Eagle's Nest. Okay. Oh, Terry Funk's nailing away. There's 911 behind him. Oh, Terry Funk hits 911. Shitty lighting. We got. Yeah. A spotlight. But we can't really see much. Joey uh -oh. Joey uh -oh. Styles says he's getting out of the way, but he's not actually there. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was, just, I was looking for him like, where the fuck is he? He's actually in a basement recording this. 
days later. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, shit. Rock a Rock is hanging from the Eagles' nest. His feet are tied up. Terry Funk has him tied up. He That's continues cool. to lower him. All right, so he's at like the point. Like a hog tie or something? Yeah, like a hog tie. And he drops a chair on him. <laughs> Good measure. Last time we seen a spot from this is when JT Smith went flying off. But that's pretty cool. He's hogtied, hanging from the eagle's nest. But he does have his hands on the ground, so we know it's not that dramatic. Still a cool visual. Now Dory kicks the shit out of Rocco Rock, who's hanging there. And he's going to swing him. <laughs> that's funny. Swing, he swings his ass and kicks him. Like he's that a, was cool. Like he's a pinata. So this is making up for the match. I mean, so this whole, uh, you know, event they have going on is pretty, pretty interesting here. Yeah. A lot of cool spots. Crowd's starting to get involved. You know, when it comes down to it. The whole time, we're just going to tell because they had them like, you had the other two guys in the fucking ring. Right. And all the good shit was happening outside the ring. It still is. Is that a close oh, light? Oh, Terry Funk got a beer. Just poured it out, dumped it on his head yes. and his brother's head. Bullet. Then drank some of it. That was cool. Entertaining. You know, and that's the thing, is that wrestling a lot of times is just entertaining. That was your favorite. There's uh Fuck Rock and Rebel. <laughs> Troy Aikman. With Jason. And Rock and Rebel comes out with his studded jacket. Jason's <laughs> got quite the stable right now. Yeah, this group of guys. Right, he's got he's got the pit bulls. Flying tail. Rock and Rebel. Beat Mikey, hurt Mikey, pin Mikey. It's just that simple. That's simple. <laughs> That's what they think of Mikey. The fuck? They should be supporting this motherfucker. You really want to support Rock and Rebel? He sucks. But here comes Mikey Whipwreck. He looks like he's already fucked up. <laughs> like he just got his ass kicked. Nice Shaquille on the L jersey in the back. Yeah. Oh, I missed it. Orlando Magic. Shaquille on the L jersey. Number 32. Look at that belt. Doesn't even fit on him. Fucking just dangling. <laughs> well, there he has his Dungeons and Dragons t-shirt. Staple. Look how nasty his his knee pads are. Like he's been wrestling for years. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's like hand-me-downs. <laughs> Just the color that was like, you know, the cheapest that day. Or whoever. The all black ones, but they charge. I get it. I've been there. Or whoever <laughs> trained him just gave him like, oh, these are my old ones. <laughs> yeah. You can use these. I wrestled Dory Funk Jr. in these. <laughs> Don't worry, Mikey. The hospital has been notified. Your bed is ready. <laughs> That's a good sign. Yeah, that is good. That'd be a better sign, though, if it was Mikey against 911. Not fucking Rock and Rebel. All right. 185 pounds. 185 pounds, yeah. 
mean, yeah, that's that's not a lot for a wrestler. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like it's normal. That's good for a normal like person. Like you said, it's not a. It, it's their heavyweight, right? Heavyweight is usually two hundred five. Right, two hundred five or higher. Probably two twenty, something like that. The jersey. It's a fucking T-shirt. Joey's like the jersey's been pulled over his head. Fucking shitty hockey dragon sweater. shirt. It's not a hockey sweater. Fucking hot topic shirt. Not that. I don't think that was hot, hot topic. topic around around, right. I don't think it was around. It could have been. Maybe it just wasn't around here. Yeah. Still smaller boutiques. But there was a T-shirt store in in the Swansea Mall where where it we was. live around. And it had a bunch of fucking shirts like that. Giant. Right, it was right next to the food court in the mall. Just a bunch of shit shirts. It was actually an arcade at one point, and then it became this yeah. t-shirt store. I know what you're talking and about. And they sold a bunch of shit like that. Dragon shit t-shirts. So Rebels in control, no surprise. Ripwreck's doing a great job selling. He actually looks like a wrestler now because he has no shirt on. That's one thing I used to get my balls busted about with the, a few friends that I used to watch wrestling with. Um, you know, guys, Aaron, Keith from Somerset. Yeah. And I used to always say, you know, wrestlers don't wear shirts. They're pussies. <laughs> they, don't want, they, don't, they don't want to show off their physique because they're embarrassed by it. And then I would just like bust my balls, like, "Oh, you want to see guys with no shirts on?" Is that? Yeah, <laughs> that's the natural response from your friends if you make a comment like that. It's I was hilarious. like, "No, they're wrestling, no shirt." Yeah. It's like, go to the beach. I don't give a fuck what you look like. Take your damn shirt off and get in the water. Don't wear a yeah. fucking t-shirt because you feel self-conscious. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're wrestling, you're getting paid. Fucking take your shirt off. So obviously Mikey is gonna get his ass kicked, but pull out a win, I'm sure. Yes, he's already getting his ass kicked. <laughs> right. Rock Rebel doing his best Hulk Hogan impersonation. <laughs> yeah. What you guys say? Say it louder. Who's he drawing it, Jason? Trying to get oh right here. Sensei looks like he's trying to get coached. Oh, Jason trips Mikey. Uh, maybe that's what they were planning. I couldn't really tell. When Rock and Rebel was like jarring at Jason. Yeah. What? No. It was Shitty Leapfrog. Shitty Leapfrog, oh, nice. but nails hey, Jason. Rock and Rebel clothesline Mikey out of the ring. Yo. Yep. You there? Yeah. Shit. My shit froze Why? for some reason. Oh no, mine's in it. Right now it's got Heyman with a chair. What's your timestamp? I need I need to catch up to you. What's your timestamp? Um one twenty three eleven. Twelve. Thirteen. So Heyman cracked went to crack um not Heyman. Jason went to crack Mikey Whipwreck with the chair and caught Rock and Rebel. So now Mikey Whipwreck's got Jason in the ring. Oh, I just saw Mikey slam Jason down while he was hanging onto the ropes. Now he's ripping so his clothes one, off. 
Yep, we're like dead on. 12335. Yep, yep. 36. I'm at 36. Yep, okay. Damn, I sure froze for whatever reason, and I couldn't hear anything. I couldn't hear audio. I couldn't hear you. Oh. That was weird. I thought you just went quiet. No. Fucking like froze. But now Jason and Rock Rebel back control, and Mikey Ripwreck's back and getting his ass kicked. Yeah, I just heard the bell sound, so it looks like we got a DQ finish here. Mikey's going to retain yeah, the title. Just basically making him feel pain. It's like people have more fun beating his ass. There we go. Like oh, yeah. Trying to win the belt. Oh, Taz with the win. Yeah, Taz comes in here. Oh, the Saves save. the day for Mikey. He's getting his ass kicked. Jason looks like he's in better shape than, oh, than Rock and Rebel. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's the manager. <laughs> Oh, there's the pit bulls. Oh, there's the other uh, pit bull one and pit bull two. Other part of the team. Yeah, that's his stable, Jason's stable. Oh, Joey just repeated what I said. Fighter. <laughs> well, I'm happy to see the pit bulls here. So this is basically them trying to show off the team that Jason's put together is what I get. Right. His group. And kind of putting Taz over as almost like a face here. Yep. Maybe going forward. Yep. So Taz will be in a face position at this point, it seems like. Nice, and he'll nice. be doing battle with a combination of these guys. Probably Rock and Rebel first, I would assume, because Pipples will be a tag team. Unless... So, uh, unless... Taz is going to team up with somebody. Maybe Kevin Sullivan again. We'll see. But they're fucking up Taz. And Mikey Whipwreck is laid out outside the ring. He's got brass knuckles. Right. What's he hitting him with? Hey, we got story progression here. So, Yeah. What does Rock and Rebel have in his hand? Oh, he dropped uh -huh. it. I see it over there. I can't make out. Yeah. Ooh, that's a nice, nice elbow drop by Jason. Yeah. Fucking the manager hitting the nice spots. Now he's going to do more. Fucking splash. That's a shitty splash. <laughs> it did suck. He landed on his head. <laughs> he didn't get face. as high as I thought he was, and he didn't get like his, like, didn't look finesse. Look at him. He's all oiled up, <laughs> and he had a shirt on. So you know he put all that shit on underneath. Like, yeah, I'm going to take my shirt off in about 10 minutes after this match. <laughs> the model. I'm the model, Jason. Jason Knight. Pitbull stand tall. Yeah, Taz is laid out. And here we go. Main event. That's what we've been waiting for. Sabu versus Cactus Jack. Here we are. 911 brings out <laughs> his monster. Sabu. It's handler. Yep, the handler, 911. Taz has some shitty fake chains on, some plastic chains. <laughs> some Middle Eastern music. Yep. This might be overdubbed music, but this music works. No, it does. 
If this isn't the original, it's, uh, it's a good choice. Better edits. Yeah. yeah. All right, what's that sign say in the front row there? First time ever in ECW, Sabu versus Cactus Jack. All right, here we are, the big main event. All right, let's listen to Paul Heyman. That was hype. That was good. I like that sign too. It said Sabu versus versus uh, Cactus Jack. This is hardcore heaven. Huh. And the next super card that's coming up in the next month is going to be called Hardcore Heaven. So they legit took it from a fan, from a fan sign, the name of the show. Like, oh, that sounds like a good name. We'll use that. <laughs> Soul. And that's how Hardcore Heaven came to be. It's from a sign here at Hostile City Showdown. There was some nice artwork of Cactus Jack. <laughs> oh, there's a bunch of them, though. So, somebody... Oh, I thought a fan made it, but there's a fucking bunch of them. So, that, that's probably what they were selling at the fucking little table in the corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here is Cactus Jack with some shitty music. I wonder what he actually used. Let's see. Let's see if I can find out real quick. <laughs> and a half pound. There he is. This is the Cactus Jack I. Alright, so I Cactus. Grew, uh... Really grew into. Oh, yeah. This is Cactus Jack WCW slash ECW. Yes. Because he was still working. He was actually tag WCW. team champion in WCW oh, yeah. at this time with uh, Kevin Sullivan. Oh, no shit. Uh All right, so Cactus Jack's entrance music was Born to be Wild. So we'll throw that on there. That'll be the uh, closing song for this episode. Want to be wild. Makes sense to me. Steppenwolf. All right. So let's see how this match goes. The last Sabu match we watched, we didn't really love. But I think there was just bad chemistry between Two Cold Scorpio and Sabu. Yeah. And... I think they'll fix that chemistry because I'm pretty sure they have better matches later. Actually, that was something that Rick BB did talk to me about on Twitter. Is that I think he got the sense that I was being a little too hard on Sabu. <laughs> so he was being a supporter of Sabu. He was like, oh, they have better sticking matches up, later. Yeah. Sticking up for his, for his, uh, you know, one of his guys. Yeah. And that's fine. It's just we that. We do it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, I just didn't I think Sabu will grow on me too. It's just um I don't know. I think this is kind of new to everybody involved too. 
like the type of matches, the production right. differences. Like everyone's kind of still learning at this point what, you know, what they want WC, uh, ECW to actually like the finished product to be. Right. So. Right. And. Ooh, nice kick. Yeah, nice kick out of the ring. Yeah, and when you're working with people that you haven't worked with before. Yep. Learning curve there. Yeah. Guy's got no shirt. But I, I'm going to say this right now, and obviously as we watch the match, my opinion could change, but I'm going to say that Mick Foley, Cactus Jack, probably has the ability to learn how to work with anybody, like, on a spot. Yeah. And that's why he's so good, that he can adjust anybody's style and make a match look decent. Especially a hardcore-style match. He'll go with anything. Yeah. Right, so we got a chair shot from Sabu on the outside of the ring. <laughs> shitty one at the end there. Yeah, another shitty one. And it doesn't help that they had the plastic chairs. Not that plastic can't hurt. It's just, it just doesn't look as it's good. the same effect as, you know, that steel. Right. It doesn't have the sound. That sign in the front row. It's like replacing a baseball with oh, like shit. a tennis ball. <laughs> right. <laughs> Backyard baseball. And there's Sabu going outside. Yeah, nice. Yeah, nice dive outside of the ring by Sabu. Now, that sign that I mentioned earlier, I just saw again. It says Sabu versus Cactus Jack for the first time ever in ECW. That sound. That feels like a sign that's like reconned in. <laughs> because. Who would ever care? Like, oh, this is the first time ever in ECW that this match happened. ECW isn't anything yet. ECW is nothing. Yeah, that's a good point. It's like they have, like, this fucking 20-year history. Right. For the first time. Yeah, no shit. Most of these matches are for the fucking first time in ECW. Mikey Whipwreck versus Rockin' Rebels the first time in history of ECW, too. Where's the sign for that? You know, that's like something we say. Oh, it's the first time Sabu and Cactus Jack had a match in ECW. Like, yeah, because we're talking about it nearly 30 years later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the day of to have that sign makes no sense. But shit, there's good things going on in this match, man. This definitely. They don't really wrestle much between like here and like where their careers are today. You know what I mean? Oh, no, no. Like, wrestle much together, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know how many matches these guys will have. Nice clothesline. Oh, nice. Takes him out with him. Lands on his feet. And gets right back in the ring. He grabs the chair. Cactus is grabbing the chair. As they go back to the outside. Cactus Jack nails Sabu with the chair shot. Is that Larry David in the front row? Shit. So Larry David. <laughs> Kirby enthusiasm. Seinfeld. Yep. <laughs> guy's got an orange uh, grape soda. He's trying to hand it to the wrestler. Oh, here's the spot. The spot that we saw earlier in the night. Oh. <laughs> Here it is, Cactus Jack style. What does he call that? I don't know, it's just an elbow. 
Off oh, the apron. I thought, he, I thought he had a name for that. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah, because I thought you said it on the bottom line cast. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I made something up. Mighty Ducks <laughs> t-shirt in the crowd. There it is. New logo. The, the post-movie logo. <laughs> hey, that guy has a hot rock. Oh, a fucking frying pan. <laughs> what the fuck? Beat the fuck oh, out of that, too. Oh, now he's slamming himself in the head oh, with it. Geez. Holy shit, Mick. Oh. He's fucked up. There you go, Joey gets the tagline in. This is Eastern yeah. Championship Wrestling. This is not for Plug everyone. It, damn it. <laughs> Plug it. Like, that's... I think it was on Twitter then. He'd be like, get it trending. <laughs> that's why you need me, Paul. Yeah, yeah. Willie Watts doesn't know shit. Willie Watts would be like, and now Mick Foley's on the outside. <laughs> His name's not Mick, it's Cactus. <laughs> yeah, it's Cactus Jack. <laughs> From the future. Oh! Oh! Forward roll off the top. It, Front flip, quote unquote. <laughs> I just heard something that I, I never knew about Cactus Jack. And the name of Cactus Jack was that Mick's dad apparently was a wrestling fan. And they played like a some kind of simulation wrestling game. Yep. Where they created their own characters. And his father used the name Cactus Jack because his dad's name is Jack. So that was his dad's wrestler's name. Oh, really? I never knew that either. So then when Mick became a wrestler, he chose his dad's simulation wrestling name. Pretty fucking cool. Cactus Jack. Hell of a match going on here. Nice. Ooh. Uh, this is this is a, this is a good match. Yeah, way better. Like These I said, guys have good chemistry. I'm actually impressed with most of this card. This it's been an entertaining show. More so than most of the super cards uh -oh. we've watched. Oh, go, that was slippery. Go behind. Oh, they both. I love that That's kind of spot hard. where you're trying to grab a waist lock on somebody, but they just push towards the rope and both guys fall out. That's nice. Seen a lot of traditional wrestling in this match too, besides some of the high spots that Sabu has. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a nice mix. Right. They're kind of hitting the high like right when the you know the the brawling gets a little dragged out. You know they'll they'll follow up with a hot um uh, a high risk spot to kind of you know, get yeah, spice things up. Rejuvenated. Right. Yeah. And now we're we're on the outside, but looks like Mick was trying oh, to go sure. for like a somersault to Sabu from outside the guardrail into the crowd, but he missed it. And Sabu, yeah, and Sabu grabs the table as Mick is sitting on the guardrail. Chair shot from Sabu. Oof. Sabu sets up Cactus Jack on the table. Big bodyguard there. Doesn't know what to do. Can't do much. But, oh, leg drop from Sabu off the guardrail. Through the table. 
Fuck yeah. <laughs> Look at Mick Foley's eyes. Just blinking his eyes blinking. and shit. Acting all fucked up. Probably is fucked up, but... Looked great. It sounded like Joey Styles was about to say, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> but, uh, uh... I froze again, so... I'll have to catch up with you in a second. Well, right now you got 9-1 out there. Kind of watching from a little bit of a distance. Sabu just threw Mick Foley back into the ring. Sabu's following him in. Mick Foley. I keep calling Mick Foley Cactus Jack. Back into the ring. Yeah, I, I, do, I was doing the same Goes thing. Goes for the pin. Yeah. More like two and a half count. Joey Styles think two and seven. You're going to have to guide for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so now um, Cactus Jack's back outside the ring. Not much going on here. Looks like they're setting up for something big next. Yep, there it is. Sabu ran at Cactus Jack. Cactus Jack picked him up and just kind of like slammed him on the steel guardrail. What's your timestamp? Timestamp B. 140-40-41-42-43. So right now Cactus Jack is stomping a mud hole in Sabu. Right by the bike racks there. Ooh. All right, say Sabu. It. This is this is a nice. Um, Let me know where you're at again, because I'm trying to find yeah, the spot. Yeah. Um. One forty one oh one oh two oh three oh four. One forty. One forty one. One forty one. Okay. So one forty one ten. One forty one twelve. Thirteen. Fourteen. All right. I'm a few seconds ahead. Okay. All right. So. Alright, I see 911's there now. and Yeah, 911's starting to fuck up uh, Cactus Jack here. Just laid him out on a table. And I'm assuming... Sabu looks like he's going for a... Yeah, he's off going the second row. Oh, shit. Just crashed through the table. Oof. Wow. We must be in the same spot then. Yeah, I think you're, you're still a couple seconds ahead of me, but... That was a hell of a spot. Let me pause it for two seconds. One, two. Alright. Crowd's looking on right now. Yeah, they're just kind of in shock. Yeah. Looks like that kid's got a Mikey Rupert shirt. Yeah, on. he does. <laughs> yeah, same one. Very similar shit. Oh, shit. Cactus Jack's just throwing shit. He just tossed I a think... chair. Hey, that, that bodyguard, dude. That looks like the Better Call Saul guy. Yeah, Huel. <laughs> Huel. <laughs> <laughs> One, two. Course Sabu's Sabu. not done. Sabu kicks out. Back in I the ring, though, coming. for that count. They're trying to build another star here for their brand. It's working. Oh, yeah. They, they want Sabu to be the face of this company, for sure. That's hardwood shot right there by Cactus Jack. I mean, that's why Paulie's right oh, here. Oh, getting involved. Oh, shit. Paulie just whacked Cactus Jack One, with the phone. Two. Sabu. Kind of just landed on him. Falls onto Cactus Jack and gets a three count. Sabu gets the win with the help of Paulie. The crowd's booing. Yeah, they're not happy. With they that. want more. That is kind of abrupt. For it to end that oh, way. No, it, yeah, it, it is. But I think they're, they're probably trying to build something else. Uh oh. Yeah. Someone's got to come help him, right? You would think so. He's being triple teamed here. Unless they just want to beat the fuck out of him. 
Oh! <laughs> Paulie tries to uh, go after Cactus Jack, but slams into 911, and then Cactus Jack gives a little comeback no, here. Going at it. Is this the next feud? Sure, I don't think they would be building up 911 like this, but maybe. Oh. It's a drop kick. Well, Cactus Jack made his comeback. Sabu's out of the picture at this point. Paulie is just got kicked in the head. <laughs> and Cactus is going to hit 911 with a chair. Oh, <laughs> no, shit. Ooh. I mean, fold it up. An open chair, yeah. <laughs> what? Wow. That's wild. You don't see that often. Oh, that was awesome. Probably very rare in 94. Good shit, Cactus Jack. That was fucking cool. Mr. Hughes down there now, beating on Cactus. You would think, who the fuck's going to come out and help him? Anybody? I don't know. A franchise. All right, so he's coming to help. Shane's going to help Cactus. Cactus? Yeah, so Shane pulled off Mr. Hughes, who Shane was just teaming with earlier. Now we get the Bruise Brothers down here. Everybody in the fucking locker room's here. Yeah, whole fucking show. It's here now. It's Sabu. Oh, Sabu. Crazy. Oh, shit. Sabu hits a somersault <laughs> outside of the ring. His hit chair. 911 mostly. Yeah, <laughs> 9-1-1 in one of the Harris brothers. <laughs> Barely hit Cactus. So you're right with what you were saying is that this is just leading to something bigger. Yeah. Oh, it's like a non-finish. It, it, it was a finish. Sabu got the win, but... Yeah, neither side, like, who's the real winner? <laughs> right. Fucking Paulie uses cell phone. Oh, big pile wow. driver. Wow, pile driver we could barely see because they only have two cameras. Well, back in the crowd, Cactus Jack hit a pile driver on what probably was a table. Straw hat guy. There he is. Picks out like a soft thumb. Just goes wherever he wants. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't have to stay in my seat. I'll walk over here. So Joey says hostile. I don't know. There's really nothing going on right now. You can't see shit. You just see a yeah, bunch of so people. It's tough to kind of commentate. Like, all right, you got some guy with red, white, and blue shirt. Yeah, shitty ass fucking shirt. Fucking trying to hold up his coat. Ass. All right, here comes Cactus Jack with Sabu. There we go. Back to so the ring, Sabu. Back to the ring. Demon's clearing out. He you would think though. With these guys. You, you would think at least the other people that were down at ringside could be doing some shit for the camera to focus on, until yeah. these guys came back. Yeah, where's the sign guy? <laughs> but let's just. No, I, I mean like Shane Douglas was down there. The Bruise Brothers. Oh, the, the performance. That's right. the huge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking show us, show us a shot of them fighting until they come back. But those guys just bailed out. I don't even think they're down there anymore. No. Like, we got our spot and we're out of here. <laughs> you got to pay me now. <laughs> So this was um, a better match for Sabu. 
Yes. Not great, Definitely but you better. Know, some nice spots and it didn't look as sloppy. Well. No. I think it just comes down to I think their chemistry was better. I don't know. I can never understand what the fuck these fans are chanting. Yeah, it's never clear. Because it's like four people. <laughs> oh yeah. shit! Cactus just got slammed through a table. I don't know why it broke so easily. <laughs> yeah, right. Just, just like laid on it. Perforated. <laughs> yeah, perforated tables. <laughs> so we get a lot of post-match post-match action going on here. Sabu has. Way to get him to lay down. Yeah, Cactus Jack is on the broken table. Sabu hits a moonsault, or really, it's more like a knee shot yeah, as he yeah. landed. Probably hurts more. Getting a knee to your fucking gut. Oh, Cactus... I guess that didn't hurt Cactus Jack. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, that would have been cooler. What's if that? The, if the table wasn't mangled. <laughs> You're right. Still, still a nice attempt at trying to make something look cool. I've never seen that. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're still fucking around with the broken table. Yeah. So basically, Cactus Jack takes the table from one end and kind of like flips it over his head so it hits Sabu. It's weird. It's like he suplexed the table onto Sabu. Right, right. right. <laughs> All right, let's lay out because this is supposed to be a classic promo. Let's listen to this. Cactus Jack is one half of the best tag team champion in the world. And it means a lot to me. These people say it's the first belt, it's the first title that Cactus Jack has had in a long time, and indeed it is very dear to me. But not anymore! Not anymore! You might think it's nice for Cactus Jack to come in, give one of the performances of his life, lose, and walk away saying I still got a title, but it's not true! Bang, bang! Because tonight, I lost the three titles that I'd held for the past five years! Most suicidal wrestler, ugliest wrestler, and Jack Kervorkian's favorite wrestler. So there's one of three paths that Cactus Jack can choose. One, concede the title. Never forget! Two, outdo Sabu, but looking at my better body, it's not physically possible. And there's a third path, the road less traveled, that Cactus Jack must set his smelly feet upon. And that is simply to eliminate the competition. Eliminate the competition. Eliminate the competition. Sabu. I got nothing against you, except that you're this much better than me, but not anymore. How will you fly when you don't have a foot? How will you speak when you don't have a tongue? And how will you hear when you're not just missing half the ear, but the whole ball of wax? Paulie, dangerously, you hurt my feelings, because when you were looking for the most gifted man to bring down WCW, you didn't call me. You've got a phone because I felt it three times, but you didn't call me. I'm sick and tired of being a family entertainer. There's such a thing as a contract in Atlanta where I come from, but it don't mean nothing to me because one way or another, I said it before and I said it again, Mrs. Foley's little boy is coming home. Bang, bang! 
Never. This is Foley's little boy. In my Good life. Good shit. That was awesome. Have I seen anything like it? A man. Dude, what Paul has to say now. In the center of the ring. 911. After taking the most hellacious beating a human being has ever taken since the O.J. Simpson trial, gets smacked upside the head with a telephone, and he smiles. A man gets thrown out of the ring, laid across a table, gets moonsaulted straight through the table, right onto the concrete floor, and with no teeth in his mouth, looking like Leon Spinks, he smiles. Never before have I seen a human being take pain and enjoy it and beg for more. Never before have I seen a human being take everything that Sabu has and say, thank you, sir. May I have another? Oh, that pain is so orgasmic. Never before have I seen a man get hit with a phone, lose a match, get moonsaulted through a table to a concrete floor, get a bottle broken over his severed ear, and with a stump hanging down, needing stitches, bleeding, the very life coming out of his face, and looking up towards his fans and saying, yeah, this is what Cactus Jack is all about. Catching it, bang, bang. Sabu has finally met his match as he cactus jack. Anybody out there thinking that it really means anything to you that you lost doesn't know anything about cactus jack. The fact of the matter is Sabu won nothing tonight because you're still breathing. Your heart is still pounding and you still have one good ear left. And you're still going to make money for Ted Turner, aren't you? Oh, yeah. You're still going to wrestle on the next Clash of the Champions, making their ratings go up. You're still going to be on their next stinking pay-per-view. Which means one thing. Another nice Christmas for Jane Fonda. I said it before when I was in WCW, and I'll say it again when I'm outside of it. I am obsessed with the demise of the office at the CNN Center. And the man that's going to bring my obsession to me is named Sabu. Sabu is no longer here to win a title. Sabu is no longer here so that people stand on their feet in unison and worship the Lord of the Hardcores. Sabu is here to take you out, Jack. Next time, Cactus, it doesn't matter who wins or who loses. It matters who breathes and who doesn't. You ride off into the sunset. You go back to Ted Turner. Because the next time you show your face around here, this time, Sabu beat you within an inch of your stinking, miserable life. Next time, he goes the whole damn inch. Another fucking great promo. Back to back, solid promos after a damn hot match there. That was a good show. No, no it was. It, um, it paced well. It kind of escalated to the point where it should have been. You know what I mean? Like how you want to show the end of it to be the best part. Right. Like a movie. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I think that's how we have found that most of these supercards are, is that the main event kind of saves the show. Yeah. But this one was actually pretty solid throughout. You know, maybe like every other match was getting your attention and entertaining. Yeah. You know, like that first hour, we had two solid matches, the chain match, a Singapore match, were both entertaining. And then... The Public Enemy, Dory Funk, Terry Funk. That was entertaining. Uh, even the Mikey Whipwreck stuff, that led to an angle 
you know, going forward. So they're they're building stuff, and it keeps you hooked and interested in what's going to come next. So yep. I think I think it was a good job, good show, and looking forward to see what the weeks have to come as we build up to the next Supercard show, which will be Hardcore Heaven in July of 1994. But one thing I wanted to bring up with the uh, promo that we listened to with Mick Foley uh, and Cactus Jack, which was obviously a fucking great promo, but I want to read an excerpt from this book on ECW. It's called Hardcore History, The Extremely Unauthorized Story of ECW. And it's just a little blip here about this night with Hostile City Showdown. It says, after the, and it's written by Scotty Williams, Scott E. Williams. It says, after the match, Cactus Jack gave an emotional interview about how upset he was losing the dream match against Sabu. To show how strongly he felt, Cactus spat on the WCW tag team title and held it and threw it down. The gesture made the interview a memorable one, but it also brought the wrath of WCW's higher-ups upon Foley, particularly Booker Ric Flair. There's a quote from Kevin Sullivan. I definitely didn't think that was the right thing to do politically, said Kevin Sullivan, Foley's tag team partner at the time. I knew it was political suicide. I also understood why he did it. I knew there would be serious consequences. People seem to think that wrestling is a real liberal business, but it's always been an ultra right wing Republican conservative business, and they see things a certain way. Mick paid the price, but of course, in the end, it all worked out well for Cactus. So basically, Mick is pushed out of WCW after he does this, and that's why he ends up spending a lot of time in ECW at this point, and then he. He breaks out and goes on to WWF. You know, so kind of similar situation with Steve Austin where WCW pushes him out. He goes to ECW, gets noticed by WWF, goes on to there. This is what's happening with McFoley. He kind of burns a bridge just by cutting this promo because he spit on the title because he was doing an intense promo and they didn't like it. So they kind of blacklisted him and just let his contract end and re-sign him. And he ends up working for ECW for a while and then goes on to become Mankind. No shit. That's that. I didn't know all that. So that that's a memorable promo, you know, historic promo from Mick Foley's career. And shit, just, you know, who would think, though, just a little stopover as, at an independent. You're, you're already working for fucking CNN, basically. You're working for Ted Turner. <laughs> yeah. And you go to this little show just as a part of an agreement that they have with Paul Heyman. And you do something that causes you to lose your job with your main job. But that leads to you getting even a better job and becoming this legend. Which he would never came if he didn't go to WWF. No, that's 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 how he's made all his money, right? <laughs> so it's fucking so got crazy. books and shit, and yeah, it's awesome. So great show there. We'll wrap things up here, and you know, we're going to be back in two weeks as always. So that'll be September 9th. We'll bring you our thirtieth episode of covering ECW Hardcore TV. Wow, already. Yeah, so we're going to be 
up to episode 63 and 64 from June 8 June 28th and July 5th of 1994 as we head to Hardcore Heaven like I said was in July of 94 so that'll be back we'll be back in 2 weeks with that and also check out our other show the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast this week coming out the same day that you hear this is our 84th episode of the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. And that's Judgment Day from May of 2001. So that's Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Undertaker. So they're going to have their match. We're, we're in the, the midst of the two-man power trip, which is about to end. And we'll be covering that because Triple H is going to have his quadriceps injury in one of the matches that we cover. And he's going to be out for the rest of 2001. So that ends the whole two-man power trip angle leading into the invasion angle. So that's where we're at with the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. So check us out. We're at Bottom Line Cast on Twitter. And just search us, Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. You'll find us on whatever podcast app you like to use. And again, follow us on Twitter at ExtremeCast for the ECW Extreme Livecast. And you can follow me, Mike Pru, at MPRU83. Follow JV at John Van Damage. Thanks, guys, for joining in once again. Really enjoyed that show. Finally, JV, we had a show that was worthy of watching a super card. You know? Yeah. yeah it felt <laughs> like an actual like, pay-per-view. Right. It was like a legit pay-per-view. They're, they're finally getting things you know, in the way that ECW would come to be, basically. You know, so... Nice to see that here. So I'm looking forward to the next few weeks and the next super card that we have in a in about a month or two. So with that said, thanks guys as always, BTT Army, big supporters. Love you guys. We are out of here. See you in two weeks. So long. <laughs>